Welcome to Senior Times Travel Pod, in association with Travel Department. Welcome to another Senior Times Travel Podcast. And in this episode, we are going to talk about Morocco and the exciting odyssey it is. And to talk about this, my guest is travel writer Cathy O'Connor, former producer with RTE. I caught up with Cathy at the recent and very vibrant Holiday World event at the RDS. We're off on the road to Morocco. This taxi is tough on the spine. I remember you from RTE. You work. <laughs> you did. still work. Yeah. Uh, head, head to toe and then that's the right fashion. man we're going back yeah. yes exactly people will know you from that as yeah I've been, been a stylist for quite a few years now so I've done quite a lot of stuff on television over the years yeah so Cathy tell me about Morocco Morocco was just an amazing experience. I, I would describe it as a series of experiences less than, than a holiday. There were so many moments over that week that were so jaw-dropping, so unique, so particular, so resonant, that honest to God, just thinking now, I'm back in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> back in, I, 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 I was not expecting you to say that. Um, Come on, Lawrence Arabia, you can do it. <laughs> you say that the welcome, and not just the general welcome from the people, but the welcome from like the passport people as soon as you get there. Is that really true? It, it, it really was. And I suppose, Gary, it was the contrast of the usual experience of going through passport, I suppose, post-COVID, when we were so nervous about, do you have my certificate? And all of all of that kind of thing, that the sort of threat of, we may not allow you into the country was almost in my mind, or that sort of sense of that. And these these passport people were saying, hello, and you're and you're welcome. And honestly, that, that it, it was, we were all slightly taken aback by it, because it was so sincere and so real. And that continued throughout everywhere we went there was a sense of we are glad to see you never the usual jaded oh my god more tourist type of thing there was a very sincere welcome and a sense of kind of are are, are you are you being looked after are you okay are you enjoying and um, which was just fantastic morocco's a little bit off the beaten track for a lot of people but you're basically saying that the whole place is orientated to being what nice to strangers nice to tourists well absolutely and you know it's really and one of the great things about it was that it was so in a sense off the beaten track when you arrive there there is that culture shock and culture shock can can result in two ways either people go this is fantastic this is culture shock or it it takes a little bit of adjustment because you're not looking at the same vistas you're not smelling the the same things so it's not as homogenized as mainland Europe if you know what I mean it's not not the familiarity and so you arrive in the airport the heat was like oh, sweet mother god it was just <laughs> absolutely overwhelming in the sense of like you're almost like kind of stepping into a sauna wearing a ski suit but again you you adjust to that because you bought into it you, you know that's coming and just the chaos of it in terms of the busyness of the roads you've got like motorcycles with kind of you know three you know three three humans plus plus <laughs> plus uh, babies and, and that on it and so there's a kind of chaos that's there that all works, it all works in its own kind of rhythm, but it isn't our linear thing. So traffic lights are there, but there's a kind of fluidity about it. So it's kind of Naples on acid sort of, sort of thing, you know. And so, and it's quite, you know, it's it's also quite a kind of, Marrakesh is quite a kind of grimy place to an extent. Um, but again, you just adjust and go, 
this is this is great I am in somewhere new how what a privilege what incredible privilege uh, and I was interested to hear you mentioned there that uh, it's not homogenized it doesn't feel like it's just kind of become a clone of of globalization it's very definitely got its own culture it, absolutely and you really feel that just in terms of how 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 people are dressed how they're interacting and you know on the first night we went to this um the main square which i think is called uh Gemma al-hid i'm sure i'm going to get that wrong and before we went to the square we were our guides were telling us this is where we're going to go and our guides were so gorgeous people really again very welcoming very caring and when they're describing it to them, I just thought, oh my God, are we going through Sniper Alley? I mean, because it was just like, you know, stand close. They weren't saying that again. This was all stuff I was doing in my head. And so you go into this huge square about the size of Crow Park, absolutely enormous. It's lit, but it's not, it's not incredibly brightly lit. And all forms of human life is there. So there are literally snake charmers. There are people who, percussion, you know, uh, percussionists around there. There are people gathered around who are telling stories, people selling, um, oranges there's kind of the smell of of herbs and spices and it's all got this pulsating kind of rhythm and they should they didn't take a blind bit of notice of us we were just you, you know families were there everyone's just kind of you know uh, kind of uh, mirandering around and, and so there was just that kind of sense of integration where you're not oh there's there's a foreigner type of thing they were just getting on and that's how it was everywhere we went it was an organised tour, which is amazing. And the great thing about doing that is that we clocked up so many different places that I would never seen. We did 1,800 kilometres. Um, you know, it's not for the faint-hearted. But you know what's great is that the fellow travellers that you're with, they all have a spirit of adventure. They, these are not the people who are going for their week's holiday in the sun, but these people have travelled quite a bit. They have an aptitude and, and an ability to adapt to what's going on. So you just get on that bus... You're traveling for three hours, whatever it is, and we're going. And at the end of it, no matter where you're going to, it's so, it's such a privilege to see these places. I mean, they're literally just jaw-dropping in terms of the magnificence of moss, just watching how people interact, to be in the desert. Any of these experiences are really, they're rarefied, so they become very special. Well, you mentioned the desert, and you mm. did go on an excursion into the desert. Yes, That sounds... Yes interesting it, it, it was it was absolutely amazing so we arrived it was a long drive and we arrived at dusk uh, and so you're kind of going through these kind of rocky roads and then you arrive at, at the desert and as you can imagine all you see there are no buildings all you see is desert and because it was that time of night there's a kind of a smell in the air it's a kind of slightly kind of salty no water a sort of sort of salty kind of smell in the air so we get out of our our, our, our jeeps we're getting on on camels and um, again which is like you know part of you is laughing and another part of you is going what what are we doing because again how often do you see a camel up close so you, you get on these camels again very you're up quite tall and then once again you're in their groove because they walk in a very particular kind of way so you have to just go with it you this is not an animal you're going to control in any way at all so again you're kind of just going in the groove and as we went along again just almost like pilgrims because you're just one you know one behind the other no one's really talking because there's that sense of nature and the absence of it, but being in a very unusual environment. And so with it, there's a kind of calmness that descends on you because the light is going. There's just you and your thoughts and your being. You're just looking around at the kind of nothingness of it in a sense. And then you 
arrive at this camp, which is like incredibly glamorous sort of um, glamping that's there. And again, it's just these moments of utter privilege where you're standing there, there's nothing around you, and you're going, I've never been here, and how lucky am I to experience this moment? And, and it, was, it was a week full of those kind of things. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie? Doro, make friends with innovation. And the desert was presumably full of sand. You got it. Because um, <laughs> I, I heard that not all deserts have sand. That was one thing I did here mm. uh, many years ago. Yeah. Anyway, um, and so sunsets, amazing sunsets. Absolutely amazing sunsets. And again, because the, the it's an uninterrupted vista, there's just this, this expanse. And so it's almost in a way like kind of being on the moon. You know, you have that sense of being in a very unusual, strange environment. But it's so, and it's so sensory because you got the heat of the day, you know, that kind of like, just kind of that dusky heat, you got that kind of smell and a little bit of the sand is on your skin as well. So it's just this really kind of immersive experience that was just, it was just glorious. And then, you know, you sit down for another incredibly delicious um, dinner outdoors and then these local um kind of musicians came and and uh, you know we had percussion for the rest of the night so it it's a just... party in the desert <laughs> yeah, that's it. and accommodation is comfortable uh, incredibly comfortable yeah absolutely glorious and, and and you know again just something where you're going wow this is this is extraordinary and even though it had been a kind of long journey to get there in the morning we all got up from the sunrise i mean you're bleary eyed and you're just kind of scraping up dunes to try and get to a height and you're going wow this is there's a kind of you know there there i suppose the the moments when you appreciate the magnificence of life because they they propel you out of your your own mindset and you're there going wow this is extraordinary so what you're really talking about is a transcendent experience honestly mm -hmm. I, that's exactly how it felt because because i say it's so sensory it's so immersive that you've got no reference points there's not oh this is like my time when dot 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 because for me i'd never been anything like that so it really was um and those moments when you just appreciate god here i am alive doing this what a privilege it is to see any of these things because they, they, they affect you. You can't just go, oh, yeah, whatever. They're, they're, they, yeah. They... <laughs> it sounds... Do you want to join the cult? I'm going to Morocco now. Um, one thing as well that I was struck by your article was you described having dinner and having... Uh, evening prayer coming in through the intercom. Yeah, it, again, it was one of those extraordinary moments. So we were, we were having dinner um, on this uh, terrace, delicious dinner, overlooking the, the main square in Marrakesh. And so you got all of the noise and the bustle. So there's a kind of a pulsation that kind of goes on there, which is fantastic. And then you have this call to prayer. And so it's like this hala, and it just reverberates everywhere. Everything kind of goes, not quiet, but but. It's quieter, and I suppose it's just that that call to prayer, that human voice 
that that calls um, and because it echoes because it is so it's not it's not a recording it echoes through tannoy in the square it, there's a kind of stillness that comes to you because you you know what this is so it's not like there's the bells which are kind of a little bit mechanical this is a human calling you to prayer and there was a kind of just a kind of stillness that that came out and again another another moment of sure when was the last time you heard this uh, never <laughs> do you know so 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 it's it's these uh, and i suppose they are they are reminders of a different culture a different rhythm a different way of being and isn't that such a pleasure to go somewhere where you're exposed to difference well it's like that's like going on a holiday and a holiday in your head all at the same time <laughs> Gary, no no uh, no do you know and and I'm well spotted because in a way that because the culture was so different and you're learning because the guides are so informative they're giving you an insight into what it is to be a person in the, in that community so it is kind of it expands your mind in in a sense again not not in a kind of mental um, mental anguish by any means but it just it opens you to another world and I think isn't that one of the great benefits of traveling is that you get to see different things in a different way you realize that in fact the world is the same because we're all we're all just trying to do the best we can everywhere but you got this different expressions of life and and I think that's just really it's it's reinvigorating it kind of makes you not question life but it, it kind of just refreshes because sometimes I think when we live in a community we can imagine our only options are those that that we see in front of us. Do you know when you kind of go away and you go, hey, not, not necessarily that I'd be moving to Morocco, but it's just like there's other ways of being. And I think that's the ultimate refresh. Well, you certainly make it sound uh, like a very <laughs> exciting place to go. Now, the one, before we leave Morocco, and we'll talk about one or two other places, um, Fez, you went to Fez. Mm. It's, it's kind of arts capital, cultural capital. Uh, absolutely. And again, absolutely extraordinary visit. So you've got this this city, wall cities, that's got like just endless amounts of really narrow, not even streets, just, just passageways. And this place is teeming with people. You've got sellers who are selling wedding dresses and, you know, Nike runners, uh, spices, uh, kind of everything you could imagine are these incredibly narrow alleyways. Again, they're, they're people just navigate around each other. There's no kind of stop yield system. Everyone's just kind of on the move. Mothers bringing their children to school. There's a school in, in, in the Balls of Fez. And Again, it was just absolutely extraordinary. This this motion and this rhythm that works in such a different way, and um, full of culture, full of everyday life, right in your face. And again, because we had the guides with us, what was marvelous is that all the time you're being fed really invaluable information in terms of the culture, how people live on an everyday basis. And I think for anyone who who went there and didn't have a guide, it becomes a different prospect because you're having to negotiate and figure out things not for the faint-hearted, not even Google Maps, not even Google Maps may be able to figure their way around there. So again, it was just such a privilege to be immersed in this really quite intense scenario. And tour-guided throughout, because they are tour-guided holidays, and easy to and from airports and oh transfers and all that kind of stuff. You know, and I think that's what's marvellous about a TD Active holiday is that you've got all of the pleasure and none of the pain. So you're just, literally, you just show up they have thought of everything. And I think a marvellous thing about it is that because because you can do these tours, it means that you're clocking up 1,800 kilometres 
I mean, I never would have done that if I'd been travelling on my own or with other people. So you get to really see lots in a country. You get a huge flavour of a country and you've had none of the hardship, none of the how do we get to, blah, blah, blah. Oh dear, the car's broken down. Oh dear, the reservation. Like, none of that. It's all taken care of. So, so again, it's you've known the stress that you might normally associate with hardcore travelling um, and you've got all of that spirit of adventure, all of the pleasure. Okay, and the flight time is just a bit over three hours. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's really easy, and, and I know um, I, I know that you know TD Active do a lot more uh, far flung destinations. I know they got Vietnam and other places as well that that are that are absolutely magnificent. And what's great about them is that you're slightly off the beaten track. You can kind of go in smaller groups as well. So you've got all of this kind of dynamic experience in a very cosseted kind of uh, experience as well. And Vietnam, have you been there? No, it's man, it's on my list. I'd love to go there, absolutely love. And again, I think when you're when you're traveling a bit, it's that it's the lure of other cultures, it's the lure of those vistas that really, you know, kind of ignite something in you. And have you been in any anywhere else that you would describe as off the beaten track? Are you an off the beaten track traveller? Do you know what? I, I do like it. So I, I've been not with TD Active, but I've been to um, Kenya and um, Thailand, Mexico, and um, uh, I can't even remember. You know, other other places. But I think for me, the TD Active offering is so amazing because you get to see lots without the planning for months in advance some people love to plan i'm not i'm not that person i just like to go and show up and just have it as easy as possible a holiday as possible with as much adventure as possible uh, and, and I suppose this really is, Gary, in a way about that spirit of adventure. Uh, I kind of find that because, you know, I'm 62, so the end of the line is more visible. I do not mean that in any kind of morbid way at all, at all. But I think there's a kind of a time that we should cherish and that we should try and pack in as much as possible while, while we're healthy and while we can. And I think anything that just ignites that sense of adventure, that sense of expansion and do it, makes us feel alive, you know? So I think it's a time of expansion, not contraction. And you went on this trip with TD Active Holidays. And, you know, having done that holiday in Morocco, which was such an adventure, it really whetted my appetite for more of the same. So currently, I could go to, you know, there's places like Vietnam, you go to Jordan, India, Transylvania, for God's sake, Transylvania. And again, I suppose what, what I found really brilliant, and I suppose they really do deliver, is that they have these kind of off-the-beaten-track kind of experiences, great for people who are active, who want to be um, active, you got smaller groups, so it becomes really kind of dynamic um, thing. And I suppose there is just that unique experience, which I suppose is what we're all after, with that glorious thing of being looked after by a local guide. Cathy, it has been an incredible eye-opener talking to you. Thank you very much for your valuable insights. And Morocco sounds like the place to go. My, my pleasure. We certainly do get around. Like Webster's Dictionary, we're Morocco bound. And once again, thanks to our sponsors, Expressway, Dorophones and Travel Department.
An will phone poke a newawet, an will knappy no fum nis orjawet. Nis eskele husaj, faker na phone in takata gwin, an cho, egg daro. An von kliste is deni, gidi gohan la hai glina, agus taskina. Ta rod egen, gogachtina. Tanismo olis, egg, daro, dot com.